0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third.
1: Rated PG thirteen. Because it's
0: sports talk with Cooper and Big Man.
1: it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas all right ladies and gentlemen time once again for sports talk with cooper and big man This is Big Man finally feeling well enough to actually do a podcast. Joining me as always is Cooper. How you doing, brother?
0: Dude, I think we both needed this. Uh, You needed this to rest. And uh, I finally got my voice back, dude. All right. So uh, let's get this, man. SummerSlam preview. How you doing? Sir,
1: we're going to go ahead and preview SummerSlam as it will be next Saturday, August 21st. We will do a wrestling talk on Friday. Um, basically, if any changes happen to the match card, we'll update the match card. But we will mostly
0: be talking AEW next week. Now, usually we wait till the weekend of the pay per view to do mm-hmm. the the um, you know preview. But I thought, you know what? Let's have some fun with this. Alright. So let's
1: do it. Yes, sir. We're we'll going ahead and get right on it. First up, Drew McIntyre taking on.
0: Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. He's bitten off more than can chew. I know that much. Uh, the only way he's going to uh, win this match is by outside interference. Yeah, basically,
1: that's going to be basically how it's going to end up happening if he wins this match. It should be Drew McIntyre all the way. McIntyre's the better competitor. He's been unbelievable since he's returned to the WWE. Um, I didn't like him as... At first, when he first arrived, because I didn't like him coming back as um, a valet. Basically, he's he was the first almost for AJ Styles, but now he's uh yeah. he's on he's trekked on his own, has become a lot better competitor on his own, and um, I like where he's coming where he was going until this gender Mahal storyline popped up.
0: Well, yeah, man, and I liked how he was with Impact too when he was uh, when he was Drew Galloway, man, he. That badass. He ran through that that roster like nothing. So it's nice to have him back in the WWE, mm-hmm. being himself and just being freaking the badass that he is, dude. All right. It's been a lot better to see him
1: returning to WWE as,
0: and not the not yeah, not the the chosen one.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think that really ended up being a problem. It's I don't know if it was mostly him. Not being able to live up to it as much as WWE's failure to allow him to live up to it. Oh,
0: kind of like a Bray Wyatt thing.
1: Yeah, I mean it's always where just like you have some creative control of who you are, but then WWE fails on its bookings for you. Yeah. So we'll see what happens though. But I like we said, we believe McIntyre will win that one, unless of course Mahal gets outside interference.
0: Yeah, I mean I get I get the storyline with this, you know. Mahal being the the jealous ex friend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thinking that that Drew McIntyre came to take, you know, pretty much took the spotlight and he's back and he wants it. So, I mean, it's going to be a good match, but I seriously think the only way he wins, like I said, is via his little henchman. All right. Helping out. I wouldn't call them little, but, you know. Right. No, they're not little by no yeah, means. But
1: by no means. It's kind of nice to see them, though, with actually uh, henchmen that actually are legitimate henchmen instead of usually the Singh brothers yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, they were irritating, dude. Right. But these guys are just, like, big and
1: scary. All right. So we get to see Sheamus at a pay-per-view for the first time in a while since he got did get that injury on his nose. Uh, he will be taking on Damian Priest for the United States Championship.
0: Uh, Sheamus better watch out. Damian Priest is stout, and I think he's ready for this match. Mm-hmm. I think it's Damian Priest
1: time. Yeah, the only way I see Damian Priest probably not winning this is if we get some possible interference from John Morrison and The Miz because they're always lurking. And so they still kind of got that storyline a little bit going from WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, but they really haven't done much with Damian Priest since WrestleMania after uh, Bad Bunny, of course, went back on tour. That's why he's not in the wrestling right now. He's back on tour, so to speak. But uh, I was a little disappointed that they kind of put Damien to the wayside after WrestleMania because he showed up really well. I mean, unfortunately for him, Bad Bunny kind of stole the show in the match with his unbelievable athleticism that we found out that he had.
0: Yeah, um, I think (laughs) you and I both went into that match thinking... This is gonna be dumb, dude. Mm-hmm. Was seeing what that kid pulled off. I was like, "What?" Right. So, yeah. So needless to say, Bad Bunny stole the show. But it's good to see Damian Priest in the title hunt, mm-hmm. and I think that he is stout to win this championship. I think he can do it. So you you have the United States champion changing hands. Yep.
1: All right. I think I Priest can win this too, um, but you never know because Sheamus. All he needs is to land a bro kick, and if he can land it, he can retain. Yeah, and nothing's meaner than than an angry Irishman, so there you go. Except a female Irishman who's supposed to be returning at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, you don't give up on that, do you? I love Becky. I miss Becky. I wish she'd come back. (laughs) Uh Especially since we're about to talk about her husband or baby daddy. Are they married? Did they get married?
0: Uh, I think they got married. That's just, I think they're married. That's sad.
1: <laughs> anyway, so we have Edge taking on Seth Rollins
0: in a grudge match, apparently. <coughs> yeah. Um. The only way Seth Rollins wins his match is via something cheap. Cheap. Yeah, a cheat. So. Yeah,
1: usually that's the way it is for Seth Rollins because we know Edge is primed and. Been doing really well. Um, He really should have ended up winning that Universal Championship match against Reigns um, at, what was it, TLC we were just at? But, of course, he got screwed, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I think you and I were both pissed off about that match, but it is what it is, man. I mean,
1: come on. You could have dropped it to Edge. You could have still kept the feud going through SummerSlam and then work on your... Dude, it, it would have be even better in. to have Edge versus John Cena. Come on, now that... One of the greatest rivalries
0: of all time. Of all time, dude. All
1: time. The only thing I think might be slightly better still is Orton versus Cena. Those were some nasty rivalry matches, too.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: So... That's almost neck and neck. But, anyways, we digress. We think Edge should win, of course, unless Rollins cheats. Though, uh, I heard Rollins recently pissed off MJF with stealing one of his lines. Oh, really? Yes. He told Edge that he's better than him, and Edge knows it. (laughs) Hey. hey, MJF got a little mad. Hey, man, there's no trademark on that. He can do what he wants. All right, he didn't say he was better than everybody, and they know it. He said he was better than Edge, and Edge knows it. So I hope
0: he keeps using it. Just piss it, it piss him off because he gets on my nerves anyway. He's one, uh, just one of them wrestlers. Like he's cocky, and MJF does have some talent, but he's not good enough to be running his mouth the way he does. No, but that's why we consider him a better version of the
1: Miz. Miz has never been that talented as MJF. Yeah. But yet he ran his mouth a lot.
0: So yeah. But yeah. the only time I will give credit to to the Miz is when he had that intercont- Intercontinental title run. When yeah. the Intercontinental title looked cool. Yeah. So, I mean, he really he really had some good matches back then. All right. So it's just I think it's
1: just like it's just a matter of time and AEW MJF will get a title around his belt. But I mean he's a was a two time Diamond Ring winner, so Yeah. That's something to brag about. Kiss the ring bitches. I mean that's something that's pretty something to be stoked about. You're a two time Diamond Ring winner. Right. So Alright, next up, SmackDown women's champion Bianca Belair takes on the returning Sasha Banks.
0: Uh, we'll see what happens with this. Um, I think that Belair has a good shot at winning this because of the sole fact that Sasha, she gets under pressure and she gets that chip on her shoulder and all it takes is one mistake. I mean, it's going to be a good match. I think they're going to beat the hell out of each other, Mm -hmm. but I still think that Bianca Belair retains.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sasha, as we know, took a lot of time off after the loss at WrestleMania. Uh, So we're assuming that she spent a lot of that time getting herself into a better state of mind and better preparing herself for Bianca's offense. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I think just the fact that Bianca's got the athleticism and upper strength, uh, upper hand in strength, will probably be what's the difference that keeps her um, champion and Sasha Banks still pissed off. (laughs) All right, next up. For the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos taking on the Mysterios.
0: Um, I still say the Usos retain. I mean, I know it would be nice to see Dominic and Rey Mysterio get back their titles, Mm -hmm. but I don't see it happening.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time seeing it too, even though I'd rather see Dominic and Rey get a chance to run longer with the titles. Than they got really. Um, yeah. But at the same time, uh, the storyline that they have going on with Roman Reigns and the Usos pretty much almost guarantees that this is probably going to be their championship um, to maintain for a while. So basically, we're going to see this stable of the head of the table and the tribe chief and his minions still champions for a while. Oh, yeah. Next up. Bobby Lashley taking on the returning
0: Goldberg. I think you and I both talked about this. The only way Goldberg wins is if he does it real quick. Mm-hmm. If he comes into this match and he can end it under maybe two minutes, then then he'll win. If it goes anything above two minutes, then he's going to end up losing. But the longer this match goes, the more it favors Bobby Lashley.
1: Yeah, that's true. I can uh, definitely see that. Yeah, the, as we all know, Goldberg can only win these if he uh, gets it done quickly. So
0: it's not saying anything. If it was Goldberg <clears throat> back in, you know, back in the day versus Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley would be a cakewalk pin. Yeah, but Goldberg is getting up in age, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. The last couple of matches he's won, he's had to do it pretty quick, anyways, still. So.
1: Yep. Yeah, so I just don't see this uh, being Goldberg's night. All right, next up Raw Women's Champion Nikki A.S.H., or as I call her, Nikki Ash, because it just makes more sense to me, taking on Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship.
0: Most times I would say this does not favor the champion, Mm -hmm. but Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair are two big egos, and see the one person they're counting out of this match is her. Yeah. So, they think they're going to take out Nikki Cross real quick. They're full of it. Yeah. Or Nikki A-S-H. Yeah. Almost a superhero. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: The other problem is, is you got two, um, you know, two alphas trying to uh, one up each other. They're going to be wanting the one that ends up winning. They're going to cost each other this match possibly, and uh, you know, focus more on each other than Ricky, really, on Nikki. Which will actually be a benefit to Nikki, the fact that these two will be more focused on each other than her. Yeah. Which will help um, Nikki. So, I can see Nikki retaining, but depends on what happens between the other two. (laughs) Because really, if they can... I I see a lot of this being where they're going to try to one-up each other, and then they're going to end up not paying attention and uh, maybe Nikki just gets a quick roll-up on one of them.
0: Yeah, it's going to be something really, really quick. Or, you know, just as, uh, you know, something that just distracts them to the point where she wins that match. Because I really think that uh, their egos are going to get the best
1: out of them. So. Yeah. I mean, the the only thing they really got going for them is uh, the fact that in a triple threat match there really isn't rules or count-outs. So... That really helps them. So Nikki can't really like try to run off. But and... you
0: still have to pin in the ring. So I mean, yeah, you
1: still have to pin in the ring or make her submit in the ring. So, or each other, one of the way. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I really never cared for about um, multi-competitor matches. Um, the champion doesn't need to be involved in the loss to lose. I. This is why I've always been a favor of I eliminations.
0: Always, I always thought it was more interesting. Really. Yeah. I just think it sucks. I always thought it was more interesting because I prefer it's like, you ain't even got to be pinned to lose the title. It's awesome!
1: I'd rather have it be an elimination, honestly. But, you know, that's just me. That's is how I am. I guess it's the competitive of fairness or something for me.
0: Maybe I just... It's the heel in me.
1: Then there's that. You love the heels.
0: So, there you go.
1: Alright, and finally, the main... Probably what's going to be the main event because we have the returning superstar of John Cena taking on Universal Champion, Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah, I think the big dog is bitten off more than he can chew with John Cena. You have Cena winning the title? No, well, I don't know, man. I <laughs> mean, think about it. If he could win the title, he'd have 17 instead of 16. And Ric Flair's no longer with the company, so... Uh,
1: yeah, that would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting. It's the uh, a few weeks after they released Ric Flair, they gave Cena title seventeen.
0: Oh, that would be a big slap in the face, wouldn't it?
1: I'd almost want to see it happen just <laughs> just because of that. Just because of that. But yeah. my
0: question is, would Triple H allow it? This is true. I mean, we all know pretty much the only reason why Ric Flair probably didn't get another contract was because he was just—he's done doing it. He doesn't want it. So,
1: no, he actually asked for his release. He had signed a contract last year.
0: But yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying is he doesn't want to be there. So it's yeah, because
1: he wants to move on. He's actually considered coming back to wrestle.
0: That dude is too old to be. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, man. I just heard rumors that he's in the gym working out and preparing for a match.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: I don't know where that will be. Rick, Rick, Rick,
0: Rick, Rick. Come on, dude. What if he showed up on AEW? To take on Sting one last time.
1: Couldn't that be just the ultimate slap in the face, though, so if you're WWE, that you're one of your greatest of all time just went to AEW? That's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. But um, back to the championship match. Because, I mean, little...
0: his last match on TNT was with Sting. And
1: maybe his last match he ever wants to have is against Sting on TNT. There you go. That'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, needless to say with that, oh, can you imagine a career versus career match?
0: Oh, career versus career match. We've, we've seen one of these before. We cried. I don't want to watch another one. When did we do it? When was it career versus career? Wasn't it Shawn Michaels in him? No. Or was if he, it just it, the it, if he won, he
1: had to retire? If he, if he lost to Shawn Michaels, he had to retire. Shawn Michaels, Um, it didn't matter what happened with Shawn. If Sean lost, Flair would have just got to keep wrestling. But
0: still, we've already seen that with him. That's sad. I don't want to watch that again. It's like putting down the old dog again. But
1: it would be interesting because it's a stipulation for Sting, too, if it happens that way. That is true. If it's a career versus career. Mm -hmm. That might make it even more intriguing. I like that. Anyways, back to WWE's
0: paper. per were, we we're supposed to be talking oh, about yeah, Summer Oh yeah, John Cena Roman Reigns. How you doing? So huh?
1: you think there's a good chance, though, that this could end up being the
0: continuation of the Summer of Cena? It could be, but I really don't know because, like you said, they have a good thing going with this storyline. Mm-hmm. This would solidify Roman Reigns. Now, if he did it the correct way, if he goes about it in a shady way, mm-hmm. it's going to do nothing but piss everybody off. True. Now,
1: there's been rumors that The Rock is supposed to appear at Survivor Series. Why can't we have him drop the title to Cena, win it back at Survivor Series, trying to reclaim this head of the table status, but The Rock appears to challenge him for WrestleMania?
0: Dun dun dun. Are we doing WWE's writing now?
1: Yes, I think we should because
0: we do it a lot <laughs> better.
1: And we also wouldn't have gotten rid of two um, superstars, even though yeah, I've admit, I, I mean, wasn't. There, a there's biggest...
0: so much dead weight on that roster you could get rid of and you got rather rid than of... getting rid of them. Yeah. So. yeah and
1: I, I'm gonna admit, I've never been that big of a fan of the of Bray Wyatt's and his fiend or the Wyatt family stuff. But what he's done for the WWE Universe is beyond compare for a lot of people. He's up there in the upper echelons of close to Hulkamania status. Not quite, but close. He still had a few steps to reach Hulkamania level. Yeah, he had a lot of steps to reach that. But but we also saw what he was doing with the WWE Universe every night. They loved it. They loved it. So... So they had that. They... They, i don't know how you messed it up honestly and then you released him to me that was just dumb because um, now we don't know what the hell you're doing and uh and a lot of people even people who are no longer with the wwe former wwe superstars were pissed alexa of course was sad that he was gone and mickey made her feelings known about the situation too if you hadn't seen that tweet I didn't. Know what it did it say? It was basically calling out the WWE. How can you give this guy, let this guy make such a creative, amazing character for so long, run with it, and then give it to somebody else and then release him? Because basically that's what they did. They gave it to Alexa Bliss and then released him. Yeah. Where it would have made sense to give it to her, what we thought we were doing, giving it to her to run the storyline until he was. In a spot mentally to return because we know he was dealing with the death of Brody Lee. And it was really hard on him mentally. So we figured that was just a placeholder storyline. So when he can come back and then take back the character. As in when he challenges Alexa Bliss to make to either fully convert her ad into um, Sister Abigail or whatever the plan was. That's what we thought was happening. Yeah. Basically return back as the fiend. Taking... Either her out of the storyline. Well, uh,
0: yeah, that's what I'm getting. Because, I mean, WWE, uh, WWE 2K, man, they, they they based a lot of that game, not this year, but last year's game, around him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's like the special package to the game. Mm-hmm. You have to pay extra to have the fiend. Yeah. I and mean, it's, it's just... And, to get rid of the fiend is, dude. That was your next Undertaker. What are you guys doing? You guys were already setting him up to do that. Now what? What do we do? Who who do we look at as your next Undertaker? Because at first, for a while there, I thought it was Aleister Black. Yeah, now I'm, it's Malachi.
1: But I do know who's in AEW. I mean, they just. I think what the problem, part of the problem with that was, is they got too reliant on needing to have something like The Undertaker instead of just letting The Undertaker enjoy the rest of his career, end it the way it was take some time away from the mystical darkness of a character for a little bit. They're trying to force it while The Undertaker was still there. They're trying to get a, a torch passing and they've messed it up completely. They
0: failed miserably with it.
1: And so that's where they messed up. Is they didn't really do a. You know proper what really upsetting.
0: makes me mad too is they get rid of Braun Strowman, when Braun Strowman came on to the to the, you know to Raw, mm-hmm. and he stood there in the ring with them men, I I looked at him and said, "This is the next Undertaker. This is the guy. Mm-hmm. This is the guy is going to be." It because he's huge, Mm -hmm. and you could say what you want about The Undertaker, but his character for a long time was very quiet. Yeah, not a whole lot of talking or trash talking. Mm -hmm. He did, he let Paul Bear do a lot of the talking for him. Yeah, and then when they didn't have Paul Bear around, he still
1: usually just worked in silence, rarely speaking. But when he spoke,
0: you had to listen. Because that's so, the way it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could have built this guy up. You could have... I mean, his, his in-ring, in-ring wrestling is awesome. Yeah. The dude is huge. He's big. He's monstrous.
1: I mean, or you could have technically run it as another uh, Brothers of Destruction 2.0 with him and Ray as basically Kane and Undertaker. Yeah. But that would have been failed. great. But they failed miserably. That's why we don't think WWE's in big trouble if they don't start figuring something out soon.
0: I think the AEW needs to stop with all these factions. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot.
1: Too many factions. Of course, then, if the rumors are to believe, there might be another faction on the way. Oh, great. But it's going to be the Wyatt faction. The Wyatt. Vaccine? Well, it'll probably be the Wyatt family, but...
0: Or they pretty much take over the uh, Dark Order?
1: No, it just sounds like because Stormer talked to him said, I want to hook back up. And, you know, Rowan's out there, not really with anybody. Yeah. Or Eric Redbeard, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. He's still out there, not really wrestling big time. And, you know. Yeah. Strowman's supposed to be, his uh, what his comp- competition clause ends at the beginning of next month. His 90-day no-compete. Um, Bray's, I think Bray doesn't even have one. I think they, um, not messed it up, but I think his was, um, I'm thinking agreed to, they kind of got that one uh, deleted or something. Cause he sounds like he's coming back quickly, since he was actually supposed to come back later this month, was his plan. So... Which is and so Wyatt's. I mean, um, Strowman's already reached out to Wyatt. Said I want to put back back up, brothers. Get to work. Sounds like it could be a return of the Wyatts.
0: Probably not under that name. Different name.
1: Yeah, because it won't be that. But
0: But yeah, that would be cool, dude. Um, especially. But that's where I say again. WWE, you can talk about creating characters. Yes, you can create a character, but once you make that character a superstar, once you make that character somebody big and then you let them go, Mm -hmm. they can go anywhere and it doesn't matter what their name is, that character is still with Mm them. Think about it. Yeah, you're right. Uh. So that's why I'm like, what are we doing? Vince, Vince, are you getting ready to sell? Are you just, you don't care anymore? I mean, I don't blame you. If you don't, know, you're old, you're, you're ready to, to, to call it quits. I mean, because I would think if he was going to pass it on to his family and they were going to take WWE into... The future, we wouldn't be seeing this happen.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't be seeing the ridiculous releases that we've been seeing. Now, granted, I can see you releasing no, some I, of these guys. Yeah. Some of them you weren't doing really anything with. Yeah. So I saw that. But there was a lot of big question marks. Stroman, Wyatt, Alistair Black. Um,
0: who else? There was another buddy one. Buddy Murphy. I know I, I know you have your buddy. Alistair and Black and Buddy Murphy had some good matches, dude. And I think they could have done better with his character. I think they could have done better with him. I think that he could have been a, a, a good superstar. Possible. But, you know, it's it's all about what they want to do with, and they, they stick with a certain few, and then... Mm-hmm. Others fall on the wasteland. Right. So it's and uh, what what sucks is they change their minds so damn quick anymore. They don't stick with something. They don't run with it. Yeah. NWO. Mm -hmm. What did WCW do? They ran NWO into the ground. They ran until it no longer worked. Right. WWE will give us something that works and take it away like that, you yeah. know. Like what the
1: what the <laughs> yeah, what the f, indeed. Yeah, needless to say it's been a head scratcher with WWE, but hey, I'm looking forward to SummerSlam. It's got some good matches.
0: Yeah, SummerSlam is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Um we've got some some more things to talk about with AEW coming mm-hmm. up. Um, excited about that rampage just kicked, just off, last kicked off last night. So awesome, you know. I mean, I can't wait to see where this company is gonna go. And you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's it's based out of pretty much our hometown area, right? I mean, not sure. too far from where we live, man. Not at so, all. So uh, an hour away. It's it's really cool to see what's popping in Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Yeah, sir. Everywhere cool. from from AEW, USWA, all that stuff, man. You know, and then you go down to Orlando, you got Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling. Yep. Dude, there's so many good things. And and, and we've seen a lot of people we've seen in person now mm-hmm. go to AEW.
1: Right. It's
0: been unbelievable. So, about it. yeah. Yeah, this is like... We're in in the mix of of watching so much cool stuff that we're like, yes! Right. Like, we've seen Matt Sidell in person. Austin Gunn in person. Yep. You know? Uh, Mr. Grimm. Yep, the hitman Mr. Grimm. In person.
1: Yep. Stuntman Marshall, who's known as Thad Brown on AEW Dark.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean this is cool, man. It's been fun. Uh I like how AEW is reaching out to smaller promotions. I like how they're reaching out to New Japan. Mm-hmm. I like how they're doing things as far as a terri- territorial type thing.
1: Yeah.
0: How how old school wrestling used to be is how they are doing things.
1: Kind of feels like they're they're this faction company is also building its own faction. <laughs> Just saying, yeah, new Japan impact reaching
0: out to the indies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, uh, you all just build yourselves a is faction. Christian,
0: is Christian Cage all elite or is he
1: impact? What is it? He's all elite impact champion. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week.
0: Yeah. That's that's interesting,
1: right? So, I mean, so was Kenny Omega there for a while. But
0: yes, check it check it out this this coming Saturday, SummerSlam. We can't wait to see what happens with this. Will John Cena make that seventeen mark? He's got
1: a good opportunity to, and it would be an interesting slap in the face of Ric Flair. But at the same time, I have a hard time seeing it because yeah, yeah. Triple H still runs the show, technically. (laughs) And we all know how much Triple H respects and loves Ric Flair. So, (sighs) I could see if it was under bad taste that Ric Flair left. That maybe they'd allow it, but I have a hard time seeing them
0: allow it. But I would love to see it, though. At some point, somebody's got to break it. Charlotte. You can say Charlotte, but Charlotte's... Charlotte, she's she's his daughter. That would look that would look that would like look like favoritism to me to be honest. Well, she's already got twelve. Yeah going for thirteen. Already favoritism. There you go. There you go. And as
1: and as we like to say here at Sports Talk,
0: it is what it is.
1: is. Well I was gonna say too that It's a pay-per-view, and all Charlotte does is win championships at pay-per-views.
0: And then it is is what it is.
1: is. (laughs) She's just like Chris Carter, baby. All she does is win championships. All he did was catch touchdowns. (laughs) Yes. All right, man. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow with baseball basketball talk. Looking forward to that. We haven't done that in a while. The Lakers have gotten so much older, it's ridiculous. (laughs) The age discrepancy just went through the roof. They are now the oldest team in league history to start a season. (laughs) Looking, not looking forward to that. Uh, The Dodgers, we got a great performance out of Max Scherzer this last week. His debut was really happy to see that. Trey Turner's already proven his worth as he's made a couple of big plays for us on the base pass as he went from first to home on a couple of doubles this week. Nice. So uh, he's showing off his speed for us. I'm loving that. Um, Chris Salemeter's return for the Red Sox—we get to talk about that. I'm, I'm just happy for him that he's got. I know you're not a Red Sox fan anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm just happy happy he's back. He's back to where he belongs, and then definitely man coming back from surgery and stuff. So he had a good performance. We'll talk about that as well. And of course, we'll be back soon with more football talk, baby. I'm so excited. We get to talk about the South Divisions. Oh yes. And how much it's going to be interesting. How. Uh, who's gonna have a? I already know somebody's gonna, gonna, have, have, gonna an and have an 17. O for, I already know someone's probably gonna have an O for from between the one of, between the two of us uh, in the South divisions, NFC uh, 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 <coughs> South. <coughs> I don't know what that was about, but, but I can tell you it won't be the Jaguars,
0: and <laughs> I, I can tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, well, I'm just gonna be quiet. <laughs> This is going to be funny. It won't be anybody in the NFC
1: South. <laughs> Though, don't worry. I wish I could say it. But there ain't no way that's going to happen because the cheater is the quarterback for the Buccaneers. So. Oh, Lord. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> don't you forget you it. ain't going to give it up, are you, dude? <laughs> nope. We might have an 0-17 and, and somebody might have a team go 17-0 and 0 on football talk. <laughs> Whose quarterback is the cheater? Anyways... That will do it for here, for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep on talking sports.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every
1: corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On
0: Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On
1: Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST.
0: At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman.
1: Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in big man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, big man. And that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.